Hi everyone, welcome back to the Gunk Podcast. I'm Amy and today I'm here with Pia and Piercy. Hi guys. Hi. Hi Amy. And today we're going to be talking about the changes in mask regulations and PPE. How do we feel? I don't know how to feel really because I've been on and off wearing a mask because I work in a shop. Yeah, same same here with me. Well, I haven't been. <laughs> I'm not currently working. So <laughs> I've just been wearing masks when working actually in uni and stuff like that which is which has been fine really or when i get my uber (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, because uber never put it down did they they always like i say recommended it in bed which i can kind of make sense but i find it odd because a lot of ubers tell me like you don't have to wear that yeah yeah to be fair the last one i got in he didn't have a screen or any anything really? like it was kind of like normal and That's... I forgot my mask actually which is bad when I was leaving work and yeah he didn't have one on and yeah so yeah <laughs> so, yeah I've noticed some are getting more relaxed with it every year I've been in they've been wearing masks and I had a screen mm. um and I've not always worn a mask because of like either I forget or mm. I just don't have one on me because it happened so the changes happened last Tuesday and I mean last Tuesday is tomorrow for us because time travel (laughs) Um, but I was talking about it at work and we were like oh will it apply to us anymore like as workers because last time it was like oh yeah there was only the customers had to wear them oh was it yeah and then it was about a month later where we had to like staff had to start wearing them because there was like higher increase in the actual staff like getting sick Mm. oh yeah makes sense makes sense what kind of masks do you prefer to use or do you use a shield or what do you like using um obviously in a studio environment i've used like both a visor like the visor and a mask Mm. or obviously that would be a single use mask yeah yeah see that's the thing i find that I prefer the single-use one, even though they're really bad for the environment. I prefer how they feel compared to the fabric ones. Really? Yeah, the fabric one I had was quite, I don't know, it was quite uncomfortable and I felt a bit claustrophobic in it. It's weird compared to the... It really depends on which ones you get because I've had a couple, like, as we were saying today, I've got a pea head, like, I've got a tiny head. (laughs) I can fit in kids' masks. (laughs) No, honestly, I have to double... Like to get the normal mask to work for me, sometimes I have to like double loop it around my ears to get mm. them to actually yeah. like, sit properly. <laughs> yeah. Same, and I think that there isn't enough adjustable masks. Mm. Like I know Superdrug have them. Um, yeah, because I got one from Superdrug. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a free pack of like white, grey, and black, and they're the ones that I use on a daily basis if, if I'm like out of work or anything, like just wanting to wear a mask. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm the complete opposite. I hate wearing the single-use ones. Mm. It's so horrible. Yeah, I feel like I can't breathe in them. Mm. Mm. So I'm the opposite. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. But, yeah, but- I bought some. I didn't buy them. I <laughs> My mom got them for me, like kind of more expensive fabric masks. And that yeah. was... That was great, actually. Mm. They're amazing. So I prefer those. But when I'm working in the studios or on people's faces as a makeup artist, I would use the single-use one and the shield. Yeah, so would I. The yeah. shield is quite nice. It gets warm, yeah. but it's quite nice. Yeah, I don't mind the shield. The ones with the, like the glasses are so much better. To oh, be what? fair, sometimes um, the visors that we have for working in the studios, sometimes I can clean and clean it, and it still feels like, especially you know, if I've got a mask, my visor, I can't really wear my glasses as well 
<laughs> it's a little bit hard. Like it actually makes it a bit harder for me to see what I'm doing in a way with the visor. Yeah, if I am wearing the visor, I wear the glasses one and rest them on top of my own glasses. Ah. Otherwise, I can't see anything. No, that's literally me as well. Mm. And like the ones with the foam padding around the head, and you're like, great. Yeah, I didn't want my makeup on my forehead. That was the whole plan. <laughs> You're gonna have to wear the visor all day. Oh my gosh, honestly. Have any of you done like silly, I say silly long shoots, like anything that's more than like an hour and a half, two hours? I haven't. Not this semester, no. Um, I haven't recently, but I did do some makeup back in the summer for a like dance competition. And sometimes when I was doing like the trials and we were testing, obviously I would turn up with like my PPE. But then when we were in like a big studio and there was only like three of us with the door open, sometimes I would sort of have a break. But um, it was weird when we went to the, because I can't remember, this is the thing, like the rules cha- have changed quite a lot over the past you know year or, or so i'm bad at remembering what the rules were at a certain time mm. um but especially I, last year's rules as well yeah but i know i think we were really meant to wear them the day of the performance and i did but also again it was sort of like i did and then some people weren't it was yeah it was a bit weird i think you were meant to but then again where it was so fast paced as well like yeah Mm. But when people can choose, they choose to opt out or wear yeah. a mask. They do. Definitely. Mm. And if only one person is wearing a mask, it's not really mm. doing anything for yeah. anybody. Mm. You know, that one person is protecting everybody from their yeah. germs, but everybody else is exposing the single one to yeah, everything. I, I was working as well over the summer, and I think we still had to wear masks indoors, I want to say. Like yeah, in... we still had to wear them outdoors at my place. Like, I work really? at a cocktail bar part-time, and we had to wear them, yeah, on, on the roof, roof oh, terrace wow. as well, yeah. And even though, obviously, it's outside, I think it was more just for the customer's, like, peace of mind. Mm. But obviously, I remember for a while, like, when people would go to the toilet, it was like, can you put your mask on, please? And obviously, with the alcohol and that, they're like... Mm, don't have one it's just like can you just put your mask on please it's just you know it's for say it is for safety obviously at the end of the day um it is yeah yeah. Mm, and i think safety is so important Mm. when it's done right if you know what i mean yeah like there's you know a couple of things that are a little bit ridiculous like yeah but wearing a mask is so it's inconvenient to a point where it doesn't really matter yeah like it's such a like I want to say just like blase da sort of thing. It's just a bit of fabric over your face. Like gave yourself. Yeah. Just so blase. Yeah. I think that is the French way of saying it. Just doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I, it works. It, it works. Does, it does. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. No greater than or no lesser than. Just. I find it funny how people wear masks though. Mm. I think my roommate. She saw somebody take their mask off to cough. Oh my god. Which is, what? yeah, the person took their mask off and then coughed and put it back on. Oh, that's ridiculous. I yeah, that's I mean, ridiculous. you might as well not bother putting the mask back on, I think, at that point. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> first of all, you touched it to take it off oh. and then you cough and then you put it back on. And uh, I mean, I remember there was this one time that I was speaking to someone and it was someone I hadn't spoken to in ages. And I was just like, oh, hi, took my mask off without even realising, had a conversation, put it back on after I left. I remember afterwards, I was like... Ridiculous. Yeah, because he texted me and was like, you do realise your mask was off the whole time while speaking to me, but you put it back on when we weren't together. And I was like, no, 
I didn't. I like it was obstructing me being able to talk. Yeah. So I took mm. it off, but it was it was just such a weird experience of like going, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Ah, lol. <laughs> so how do you guys feel? Because you, you both work, you work in a shop and you work in a bar. How do you feel communicating with customers or clients work while you're wearing PPE? I found talking to customers really difficult, especially if they were sat near the speaker and the music was loud. I'm not the loudest person anyway. So then me trying to like ask what they want, you know, their order. And obviously if they've had a few drinks as well, I found it quite difficult. Like some, like especially when it was busy and then people couldn't hear me pro- speak properly and hear what I was, like understand what I was saying. I did find it quite difficult. Um, and sometimes if it was like we were doing like a long shift, sometimes we would get to the bar and it's, if it was on the roof terrace, people would take their masks down by the bar, which was bad. But, I mean, it was outside um, and it was just quite frustrating, obviously trying to communicate with each other as well when it was busy. But, yeah, I did find it quite tough, actually. I quite mm. liked it, though, because I only did makeup on, like, my eyes and my forehead. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't bother concealing, like, any of, like, my chin <laughs> or around my mouth, nose area. That was great. <laughs> that is great, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm exactly the same. It was just dreadful because we've got a dirty plastic screen. I say dirty, it's just like foggy from like just Mm. everyday use, yeah. And I think we've gotten used to not wearing a mask now. I think so too. Like I'm I'm so much more confident like not wearing a mask, whereas like, because I work on the shop floor a lot more now than I did back in the summer where we still had to wear masks. Like I was behind the till quite a lot in my own little space. And every time I'd leave the till, I'd always put a mask on. Whereas now I've slightly changed jobs and I'm on the shop floor all the time. And I, there is, there is sometimes where I'm like, actually I can hear quite a few people coughing, sniffling. So I'll just pop my mask on. I've always got one in my pocket especially at work because like you don't know who's going to walk in and I say that as a general statement as well because it's so I, I can't even think of the word it's you just have to be so aware of your surroundings with it being ill now because yeah. it, it could be COVID or it could be a winter cold I which, was just yeah. going to say especially with winter and there's different there's always different uh, viruses and things going around as well on top yeah, of COVID I, yeah I mean I remember in first year that I asked one of our classmates who is Korean, she was wearing a mask when she was ill, like before COVID, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool mask, like, why do you wear it? And she's like, because I'm sick, obviously, like, and I was like, but why don't you just not wear it? And she was like, because then I can contain my own germs, and I was like, that's really smart. It is. Like, why Why haven't the British public or anywhere else but, I want to say as a generalisation, as just, like, Asia, mm-hmm. like, thought of that? Why is it taken to something like, you know, COVID to, for us to... Care. Mm, yeah, for us to, you know, mm. change our ways. And, and we yeah. don't really change our ways, do we? Because we're right back to not wearing a mask when we... Mm. When yeah. we have the choice, because, yeah, they do say, oh, we recommend you wearing a mask, but it's not mandatory. Nobody's wearing a mask in uni. I've seen a handful of people wearing masks in uni. Very small people. Very small people. Yeah. <laughs> only very small people are wearing masks. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> only a small amount of people I see wearing masks. I don't wear masks unless I have to at uni, because most of the time I'm not with anyone that, yeah. like, a big group of people apart from our specific class. 
Yeah, or I'm with just a small group of people, which is my close contacts. Yeah. Which I'm with every day anyways. Exactly. And especially with the... Our class especially has had quite a few COVID scares, which, like, has, what, my... My household has had, like, three COVID scares. That's a lot. Like, in between September and November. That's a lot. It was ridiculous. And then we had, I think, two or three more. Yeah. Have you had COVID, any of you? No. I, I did, yeah. I haven't. But I think I caught COVID when it was... When masks were no longer mandatory and clubs were open again and it was really busy and I mm. worked a lot, I think that's where because I wasn't really going out anywhere and I just think that that's how I caught it because I remember when I was working like I had like people like again I wasn't used to having like in a nightclub setting as well like trying to obviously go over the bar to hear what they're saying and you're having drunk people like breathing in your ear yeah and you know spit flying and stuff (laughs) it's not ideal so then yeah it's really weird um I'd been working a lot and decided just to pop home on sun on a Sunday and went back sat at my grandma's um house like an hour or two with her but we were like at a dis- we, to be fair we were socially distanced without even realising it and then I went back to like home home see my mum and my stepdad and then it was weird I felt really tired at my grandma's like I didn't have any noticeable symptoms necessarily and I just but I just felt really tired but I kind of just thought it was down to working and I obviously had been on top of doing lateral flows but I hadn't done one in like a few like a few days I think um don't know if I'd run out at my place and then I just decided I was about to drive home but I thought oh I'll just do a lateral flow just to see so I went up to my room and it was like half 11 at night and um I did a lateral flow and I looked down and obviously it was the two lines and I was just like oh my god uh, so I thought maybe it's just a dodgy one so then I did another one literally with I didn't even have to wait the time it did another two lines and I did another I literally did three lateral flows and they were all um positive and I remember f- like I, I just started crying because it was so scary to me because I'd been, I, overall, I'd been very careful. Like, I'd worn, my, like, masks and always used hand gel. And I hadn't even, because I'd been doing that, I hadn't even really had many colds or anything. Like, I wasn't, you know, that sick uh, very often. Yeah, so to see the positive lateral flows, it was so scary. And I felt really anxious because, obviously, I didn't know how I was going to react to it, you know. So that was quite draining, that, you know, when I found I had it and then um, a couple days later I did the PCR uh, and then that came back obviously that I had COVID and it, it quite surreal it didn't really sink in also it felt weird that I to say I have COVID <laughs> like it was really mm. strange because you don't it's one of those classic things although you're doing all the things to protect yourself and others you don't always necessarily think it's going to be me even though obviously you hear all the stuff on the news and you know until it actually hits you you don't really think about it obviously so yeah it was quite scary but I was very lucky that I remember I got yeah a couple of couple of days in I was like I haven't lost my taste or smell haha and then literally on day three I woke up and they'd gone (laughs) so yeah I got a bit cocky there but I was very lucky that I didn't have any of the coughing symptoms which I know is obviously one of the main ones of COVID I just had a really bad migraine headache I felt really achy like I wanted to just stay in bed all day and obviously no taste no smell kind of a bit like 
cold-like symptoms, I guess. But yeah, that I think the headache was the worst. That was really horrible. And yeah, not having your taste and smell, that was a real weird one. Like eating became a bit of a chore. And like, even though mentally, you like I'd eat beans on toast and I was like, I, I love beans on toast. But when you can't taste something, it's really mentally so weird. Mm. But yeah. You still like taste the texture of the toast, you know? That's I mean? the thing. It was all about texture because I couldn't, I remember I was so frustrated. I tried to put loads of barbecue sauce on something because I, I love barbecue sauce and I couldn't even taste it I was just like and then I did the thing where I got a takeaway I think I got Domino's couldn't taste the pizza and I was just so frustrated but again I'm very lucky that although obviously I can I'm complaining like I'm so lucky that you know I was at home had to isolate and that I didn't react in you know I was overall safe like I didn't react in a bad way and I didn't have to go to hospital you know it wasn't an extreme case for me it was scary initially but I am very lucky that you know I reacted sort of in a mild way so I'm grateful for that but it still feels weird thinking I had COVID-19 yeah. <laughs> really strange yeah You're part of the pandemic I know yeah gonna be a story for the grandkids <laughs> yeah but now I'm uh like I've had my jabs as well I, I think that's why I'm a bit more relaxed on masks as well which is bad but I think in my head like well I've had it already you know but do you think that will change with the new strain of COVID because mm. I read on the news that the vaccines are going to be even less effective with the new strain mm. I mean we don't know that we don't I'll, know I'll, I'll, like obviously the news is the news but like the news are notorious for going COVID, uh, the vaccine doesn't work for this new COVID variant when actually we don't know anything. Mm. No. Because scientists haven't, like, they're <clears throat> journalists, mm. so they don't know what they're, um, they're actually talking about with medical intervention unless they've got, like, um, either a medical degree or they've done their own tests, which I doubt they have the time and energy to do that because I know that journalism takes quite a lot, lot of time and effort. But, I mean, I, I could rant about how the news is annoying but yeah but even though the news can be annoying people are gonna listen to it people are gonna be scared and the government is gonna have to do something about it and mm. if everyone's hysteric about the new strain then we might go into another lockdown i hope not but we might i yeah. hope not as well yeah like i i was in isolation when I did a previous podcast when I literally was just isolating by myself and I was in my house just not seeing anyone for eight days, I think, because I think it was part of the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. When that happened over summer in like August, September, and I got pinged on my way home from work and I was like, how does this happen? I have been at work. Um, I was at work all day without my phone on me as well. So I was like, oh, it's probably just a customer or like someone just it was someone that you've been in contact with has for 15 minutes yeah minutes has had covid and i was like brilliant love that for me mm. um and i got that on i literally got in from work sat down got a message on my like notification on my phone and i was like you've been pinged and i was like i i genuinely started crying i was like i can't did you yeah i did because i was i mean from a social aspect not a lot was going on but for a like job aspect I had my busiest week there since beginning and I was working like five or six days within like that 10 day period yeah or I was working like eight days within that 10 week and um, 10 week 10 day period and I couldn't now because I had COVID or 
I don't think I had COVID. It was just part of the pandemic, which it was so annoying because we were talking about it at work that day about how like like pandemic's still going on, but like the track and trace app is going a bit haywire at the moment. And I immediately text my manager. I was like, you'll never guess what. And then sent him a screenshot of you have to isolate for nine days or whatever it was. I was so angry, but I did end up watching eight series of Grey's <laughs> Anatomy, which... The silver lining. <laughs> the silver lining, because now, as of probably in about two days' time, I finished all 16 series of Grey's Anatomy. Amazing. What can I say? That is Impressive. an achievement of That's my year. That's an achievement, yeah. When you get pinged on an NHS app, you have to isolate, or I thought you just had to take a test, and if it was negative, you didn't have to. No, this was, oh, this was again, this the, thing, I can't remember exactly what months and yeah. cause it all blurs into one in my head, it which is really September, bad. It was about September, wasn't it, that the rules changed and it was like, oh yeah, if you don't have COVID, yeah. if you don't, if you have a negative test, a negative, so a negative lateral flow, you'll be fine. You can ignore it, basically. But if you're positive, then obviously don't. Because I think that's coming back, the one where you get pinged now you have to isolate for at least five days oh wow with the new strain yeah since the pandemic happened and literally i remember so many people i knew and everyone at work was dropping like flies because mm. quite a few people obviously when clubs and things reopened obviously i got covid and quite a few, i remember at the staff party like we had a few weeks prior someone actually had covid around I think it was actually maybe a month prior, to be honest. Like, apparently someone then tested positive like a week after that. And then loads of people had time off and I was doing my lateral flows and they were all negative and I thought, okay, hopefully I've missed that. And then obviously I got COVID. But yeah, I remember quite a few people, it's either were going off obviously because they tested positive or they'd got pinged. But it was literally getting to a problem. Like, I use the app all the time, but I I feel bad because I kind of stopped using it. I had no faith in the app after No, neither, because it was quite... It was just happening all the time, and it was, like, getting a bit... I don't know, it was Mm. just a bit much, wasn't it? I got pinged on the first time that I left the house after being pinged. No way. Yeah, so I got pinged, did my eight days, then... I was like, oh yeah, and then it was my friend's birthday, and I was like, I know I don't have COVID, I've been taking lateral flows. So then I went out, and then within that evening, I got pinged again, I was like, I'm I'm not having any of this. I've literally just stayed indoors for the last eight days. I cannot do it again, like mm-hmm. work-wise and also like mentally. Mentally, as well. I was like I was brain dead. Like I I was having like one meal a day because I was like I just can't be bothered. I was watching far too much Grey's. I will admit it's fun for the first few days because it's like I get days off. Isn't I it? can just lay in bed and sleep, and then you pass day five and you're like, it please just shoot do me something. now. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Because when my housemate had COVID, she isolated for, I think, I want to say 20 days. 20? I think so. It was like, it was between 14 and, it was between two weeks and just like over that because she had a positive COVID test, then didn't get symptoms for the majority of her isolation. Then she got symptoms and then had to isolate a little bit more as well. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, yeah, and she was just like, when she came back, because it was such a funny story, because we were in the middle of London when she got the call saying that she's had COVID. Bearing in mind, we've been, like, we were out as a group and all of us have been with each other 
Yeah. I I do not know how none of us got COVID. She literally was in our faces, obviously, yeah. like... I guess re- COVID respect- works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Mm. It's like it picks and chooses it. Like, I won't lie, because I've got... I wouldn't say a compromised immune system, but I've got a heart condition, and that makes me scared of getting COVID because my heart condition flares up with viral infections. Mm. Yeah. Which COVID is, and I'm like... Oh, I'm re- I really hope not because I did have a scare at the beginning of, like, right at the beginning in March last year. I literally came home from, like, in the lockdown. It was, like, I think a week after the lockdown got announced, like, we are in lockdown for a week. And I was like, I'm getting exactly the same things as what I normally have when I have a flare-up, which is, like, tight chest, can't really breathe, a little bit anxious. But no, I was just having a panic attack that was really bad. Which (laughs) Which is not great either. It's not great either, but I fully thought that I had COVID because I was with one of the people. Like, someone had COVID in my flat and didn't tell us until afterwards. Like, after she had COVID, I was like, brilliant, thanks a lot. Like, I've been around you for the last, like, week and now... Not gonna lie, that's kind of inconsiderate. Yeah. No, that is really bad, because obviously when I had COVID, I felt really guilty because I didn't have any symptoms. I wouldn't have... I would have stayed in my flat because at that point, I think we'd just finished... I'm going to say we'd finished uni and I was just working. Yeah, I think we'd finished second year, um, and I was, to be honest, the only one really in my flat, so I wouldn't have been you know, an inconvenience to anyone or put anyone at risk, like, back in my uni halls. But obviously I went home and I was around my grandma at hers and then I was around my mum and my stepdad. And then I felt really bad because then... Actually, my mum's work made it a bit hard, like, to for her to have the time off, <laughs> obviously, to isolate, because obviously they had to isolate with me and I just felt really bad. My poor grandma had to isolate on her own at her place as well. Oh, and I, I did feel, again, I was, like, really upset and scared and a bit anxious and then... I Obviously, I felt really bad as well because then they all had to isolate and had to try and figure out how to do the, the uh, online shopping. And yeah, yeah. and I, I imagine you would feel kind of dirty because mm. you know you put the people that you care about in danger, yeah. kind of, and you didn't even know and you yeah. couldn't have known. No, that's the so thing. It was guilty. hard. Yeah, I did for a little bit because I felt really bad. I was like, only if I just stayed in my halls. Uh, mm. But I genuinely didn't have, because I think, you know, it was just the beginning of it. I genuinely just didn't have, I just felt fatigued. I think that was the main thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and know. I stopped going out even because, oh, not stopped, but I cut it back quite a lot because my mom's in kind of the at-risk group. I would have felt so shitty if I went to a party and then went to her apartment the next day and then... Boom, everybody has COVID. I would yeah. have felt so shitty about myself, even though I didn't technically do anything wrong or... Yeah. Well, yeah. when I was isolating with them at home, uh, we don't have the, you know, biggest house in the world, so... If, obviously, I know some people, like, confined to their rooms, but my room is so small, my mum was like, I don't mind if, you know, you're not in your room all the time. Um, And we always, like, downstairs, I'd wear my mask, and then we'd have the windows open, and I would... Sometimes we would be in the same room, but it wouldn't be for, like, too long. And, like, again, we had the windows open, and I'd have my mask on. And if I used the bathroom, I'd always disinfect it after. um, And I'd try and, like... We'd sit outside. We got quite a big garden, that's the thing. So we did try and utilise that though. as well. Obviously, I'd sit at a distance. Um, but, yeah, it was quite nice because I suppose really maybe I should have been confined to my room, but I think that would have been really difficult. And luckily, a- they didn't... Um, 
you know, it was nice just being around them, even though I felt bad that they had to isolate with me. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, quite good. They didn't catch it, so. That's good. Yeah. And just having a garden as well is really nice when you're quarantining or isolating. Yeah, with the cats. <laughs> yeah, I've been in quarantine two or three times. Three times, I think, just because I've traveled back and forth from Norway to the UK because of uni and Christmas and summer vacation. And it has been quite nice. I was able to quarantine at my dad's house because it's just me and my dad who lives there. And so that was quite nice. The only thing that I find difficult back home to uh, when I isolate is shopping because I'm quite particular about what I want in terms of brands and what kind of food. And my dad isn't. <laughs> and Norway doesn't really have any kind of delivery system or shopping system that is good. You would have to go to five different websites to get everything that you want. Really? Yeah, because this store has this and that store has those brands. And so you can't really order anything that's fits me, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I would send him to the store being like, okay, I want orange juice and I want these vegetables. And he would come home with apple juice and an apple, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's the only thing that was hard for me. Yeah. I also tried exercising the one time. I made that my mom time. buy an exercise bike for me. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I was going to live my best life. I used it for the two weeks I had to quarantine and then <laughs> kind of fell off. Going off that, has anyone bought any, like, quarantine purchases? I like, bought a lot of plants the first time around. Yeah? I bought, like, 15 plants. Oh and God. they all died when I moved to England because <laughs> my dad can't take care of plants. <laughs> oh, no. I think I have one kind of half dead left. <laughs> uh, what about you, Amy? Any Anything that you bought within the pandemic that kind of was raved about that you don't use anymore? To be honest, I was actually surprisingly quite you know, well behaved. So I didn't go too crazy because it was quite nice um, in like the third semester time that I didn't have to pay my rent. So yeah. I actually saw some of my student loan for once, which doesn't usually happen. So I had like a little bit of money and I remember going like back then I was a lot more like not so conscious of my like consumption and that. And I went on Opoly and bought like, I can't remember now, like four or five dresses. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And then the bad thing about that was um, I did obviously wear some, like in the summer of 2020, when we then were allowed, it was like the, I don't, actually, I think it was before Eat Out to help out, but when we were allowed to, so, you know, socialise again a tiny bit more, um, I did wear a few of them. But then actually over time, like the pandemic, I did actually end up putting weight on. So then some of these dresses, they fit but they weren't I could have done with the next size up <laughs> yeah. so but yeah I think that's the only thing I really remember buying except maybe my tripod obviously for uni mm. that was like not not my tripod sorry my um, ring light with the tripod <laughs> mm -hmm. I bought that that was mm. really that was uh, really good what about you Piercy? a lot of tech stuff I remember like I bought a ring light, I bought LED lights, like for my room because I was just so cool. Oh, I did that too. And what else did I buy? Bought a little bit of makeup from Beauty Bay, which I don't use anymore. I'm trying to think because it was like so. That's like me. I was trying to think really. Like I do remember buying the dresses. I remember mm. buying my like lighting, obviously to help with uh, creating, you know. Content and yeah, stuff. creating content. I just never had an excuse to buy one. Um, like, I wanted one for ages. I literally was like, mm. oh, yeah, I really need a ring light for, like, 
pictures or something. And <laughs> I bought my know. ring light my first year in uni back at home in Norway because my excuse was I'm a makeup artist. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I shop a lot so I can justify just about anything. Oh my god! And I during, wish I could. During I'm... lockdown, I went the hobby route. And I started yes. out with resin. Oh my god! <laughs> like that's everybody, resin, yes. that's yes. so weird. You said that because I remember for ages I had this thing where I'd look on Amazon and look all these people on YouTube, and I was like, I want to start. And I was looking at people on Etsy that do like the resin jewelry. Yeah. Honestly, I was really considering it. Uh, it considering is fun. it, yeah, it looked, it just, it looked quite fun. And again, it was like something to do, wasn't it? But I never actually ended up buying the stuff in the end. Oh, I did. I spent so much money on everything, and um, but it turned out good. I made a three-story tray for my mom for Christmas in like oh, marble cute. resin. Ooh. So it's like gold and then marbled resin for like sweets, stuff like that. And yeah, it turned out really good. And then I moved on to clay and sculpting, like air oh dry gosh, clay, yeah. like vases and stuff. Uh, what I found really weird was, I know we speak, spoke about it on the Trends podcast a couple of weeks ago, but it's just so mad how quickly the ch- trends have changed from like lockdown and like, especially on TikTok. Like I adore TikTok. I don't use it too often. I wouldn't say that I've got a problem. <laughs> you do got a problem. You use yeah, TikTok quite a lot. I like do. every other day, there's a new TikTok on your, story. I love it though. I love it. I mean, I limit myself to probably like an hour a day, if that, because I'm just, I'm just such a busy woman. (laughs) I I love that that's containing yourself. Yeah. An hour a day. An hour a day is containing myself. I think that's pretty good in regards to TikTok because Mm. sometimes like I don't, I always say I'm a bit of a grandma with TikTok. I actually, apart from like the initial in lockdown, the like blinded by the lights, you know, the dances for that and all the initial, you know, TikTok dances that me and my mum had a laugh trying to do in lockdown I kind of didn't I just I'm more of a YouTube person so yeah, I think so I kind of used YouTube and also I used TikTok when it was called Musical.ly so when I was I. literally like 15 and the, it was so different like mm. I remember like yeah the videos You're one of the, the trends. yeah so yeah. I was like I've been there I've done it and yeah. like, I didn't really like get invested but that's the thing like sometimes when I have gone on my TikTok and the, the thing I follow the most on there is like the cat TikTok <laughs> like a lot of people like cat talk yeah cat talk <laughs> you can honestly I think an hour is quite hard because sometimes I've clicked on TikTok and before I know it two hours has gone I'm like yeah. Yeah. where did that time go and yeah. all like, what have I got to show for it except that I've seen like yeah a few different TikToks about cats like literally <laughs> productive I, mean, I think not <laughs> so it's just so weird like little dancing ones as well just on the beach you're like, a TikToker now what can I say I don't know how I had oh the confidence God. to do that like in the middle of the beach just having a little dance. TikTok was just such a, I would say, a slight crux for me during Mm -hmm. lockdown and stuff. Like, the amount of times that I literally was just, like, just filming stuff on my phone at the beach because when... Because you can. Because I can, because I lived by the beach at the time and that's one thing that I really missed about being in Southampton is that... Water? Yeah, because, like, I'm... I mean, I'm a cancer, so I just love the water. Like, I just have to 
be around water and be like, it's my little happy place. Mm. Like, either in the bath or by the sea. And like, being here, it's a big city with the closest thing to water is Western Shore. Uh, That's about half I was literally just going to say, well, we've got Western Shore. (laughs) (laughs) Which literally, when I last went to, the tide was out. Is that the rocky beach? Yeah, it's pebbly. Yeah, because that's about a half an hour walk, isn't it? Yeah, save the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I've never walked there myself. I did last year, actually, Mm. when we first, uh, me and Lena, my roommate, we wanted to go to Mm. Netley uh, to see, like, the old cathedral, cathedral, um, the ruins, and uh, we were like, ah, we can walk. It's like a two-hour walk. I was going to say, and then we were hungry and didn't think to order an Uber, so we started going towards the restaurant and that restaurant was like two hours further <gasps> and then we ate and then we had about a two hour walk back home oh like my, around oh we didn't gosh. even know where we were god you must have really got your steps in that day yeah we had i think we had about between 20 and thirty thousand steps goodness me that's quite just a lot. from that walk yeah we were dead when we yeah. got back home oh, i collapsed re- <laughs> i remember the daily walks in lockdown I loved, you know, I really appreciate, that's the thing, it made you appreciate small things like that that you take for granted usually, like just being out, able to go and, yeah, the daily, you're only allowed to exercise, like, well, go out side and exercise like once because a day. Because last year, yeah, it was once a day. That's that's hard. Yeah. I hope it doesn't go back to that. Oh, yeah, no, same. I really I hope, hope that lockdown... Yeah, because I feel free now. Ish. Free-ish. So thank you all for listening. Go follow us on all of our socials. YouTube at Gunk Collective. Our website and our blog is gunkcollective.com. Our Instagram is gunk underscore collective. Our TikTok is gunk collective. Twitter, collective gunk. And we will see you next week for a new podcast.